Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Julian. As always, I'm joined by my co-producer, Small Town EP. Hey, yo, what's good? What's good? Small Town, three up, three down. You already know the vibes, as always. Man, shout out to my Small Town family, man. I miss I miss y'all boys. You know, obviously, being in New York City, I'm not around. Um, I can't, can't join any of y'all in y'all studio sessions and watch y'all create y'all magic, but... Always know that, uh, you know, I'm always wishing for the best for y'all and and uh, to the top soon, right? Love, bro. Love, as always, man. Strictly in the car, you and everybody's always telling me to send them my shit when we post, send them the episodes, all the content that we do. So the the love is definitely mutual, my G. Facts, facts. No, it's, it's, it's been love since day one, man. When, when ATS and Small Town linked up for that first time, I got a love for car, a lot of love for Cardi and... Um, Shout out to him and JoJo, man. I had that kid, and it's a beautiful boy over there, man. They, they doing beautiful. So, oh, shout man. out my boy DQ. Obviously, if you're not tapped in with Sir DQ at Sir DQ, literally S I R D Q. That's my family. That man, he does it all. He's a host. He's he's gonna put you onto some new music. He's gonna find local talent, and man, he's gonna entertain you. He's, gonna, he's a comedian. Like, what don't DQ do, right? And he's, facts, a, facts, and, he's a, facts. and he's a proud father, you feel me? So shout to him and his his uh, his girl over there, man. I, I I love those people. So man, getting into this week, I guess we 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 got some all star NBA uh, reserve selections. I know we we spoke about. Did we speak about the starters on Monday? I think we did. I think we briefly touched over them, but we didn't go into like detail or nothing like that. Right, right. Um, so we got the reserves now, and we'll be able to kind of go over that. I, I can't wait till the end of February, getting into March and and early April, where draft season, NFL draft season, kind of comes alive. Right now, you know the the Senior Bowl is is getting underway. I think it's the end of this week, um, but we're not. We're we're still a little ways away from you know really really uh, the juicy part of it, combine and everything like that. Obviously, there's always some place to start and something to look at and watch. But, uh, you know, I, I like when it gets when it gets a, the plot thickens a little more, if you will. So with that being said, uh, we got Super Bowl Sunday. The setup is is ready in Arizona. It's coming up on the 11th. You got Philly, Kansas City. We know that's going to be a an all time Super Bowl. I mean, these are two great teams and I'll say it again and again and again. The Chiefs, you know, not to say that they're not meant to be here or um, it was the least expected thing, but it definitely wasn't in my top three things I'd expect going into the season, seeing Patrick Mahomes winning another AFC uh, at home at that, right? So kudos to him. Brady's gone, bro. Brady's done. Again. <laughs> he, again. He announced it. Obviously, he kind of spoiled it. Uh the first time, but I think he also raised his value in there, right? He, he 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 had fun with it. Like, he fake retired and came back, and it was like we got to do that excitement thing. I mean, even Jordan did that. Maybe LeBron will do it. Nah, there's a difference. LeBron's a real GOAT. He's like, I'm still playing. I'm 38 years old, averaging 30 a game. No need for me to fake my, uh, fake my own death, right? I'll die when I die. Ooh. Matter of fact, LeBron's and not even going to die on the court. Not to cut you off, LeBron is going to go out and still be good enough to to start on a team that can play in the playoffs. I'll say that. You think uh, you think LeBron is better? Was a better athlete at basketball than Tom Brady was as a quarterback? It's I know it's a weird question. question. No, yeah, no, no, it's a no, weird no. question. I, it's it's a, a good question. It's a great question, and it's not. It's not weird. It's. It's. A, I'm trying to think. I don't want to just say anything. I, I was taught. I was taught, and I always hear. When someone asks you a question, take a few seconds, right? Don't just try to spit out your answer. And with a question like that, I mean, there's so many layers. Tom Brady as a quarterback is 
obviously the greatest thing we've ever seen. But then again, <laughs> I don't know if we've seen it a, a more athletic NBA athlete than. And when I say athletic, I'm talking about throughout the tenure of their career. We've seen Westbrook, right, do it for seven years straight. But LeBron has just been at the. Obviously, he's not where he was in 2016, 2015, but he's still at a point right now where LeBron James can do things that will wow you. And the fact that a 38-year-old man who's in his 20th NBA season can go on the floor and literally, you know, make the crowd gasp, not because of his name, but because of his athletic ability, um, speaks to the work he puts in on his body. Man, to answer your question, I'm more of a LeBron fan. So I think it comes down to that for me. You know, I can't hate on Tom Brady and his quarterbacking skills. and He lacks not a lot. But uh, LeBron, for me, LeBron's got that. What would you what would you say? Um, I would I would say LeBron is a better basketball player than Tom Brady is a football player. But I think that the reason I said it's a weird question is because, like you said, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, one of the things that I take is that I could see LeBron going into the NFL. I can't really see Tom Brady lacing up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, on the hardwood. Uh, so, But to be fair, the question was more surrounded around LeBron's athleticism, nothing to do with Brady's, and it was Le- Brady's quarterbacking skills, right? So you take the things that Brady's been able to do and – you think, I mean, obviously with two-minute situation, right, game-winning situation, clutch situation, um, understanding his playbook, understanding defenses, being able to manipulate defenses, being able to really and, – and the thing is, Brady's such a great quarterback, and he's never had a cannon of an arm. He can put that ball on the money, but he's never been able to just – like he's got the biggest zip in the world and, you know, huge arm guy like, nah. So, I mean, it's a good question. I, that's, that's, I like to start. I like that start. That's a good warm up question right there. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got we got you. some crazy news, though, bro. We got, uh, we got an arrest warrant out for a couple NFL players, and one of them is his team is going to Super Bowl. I don't think he's going to Super Bowl uh, with that Philly O lineman. And then Joe Mixon is the other guy who's uh, becoming a usual suspect at this point. Um, imagine that story is really crazy. Yeah, imagine Cincinnati would have made the Super Bowl, and then this comes out. You know, obviously, I don't think that. Listen, it's neither here nor there, but I think that him not being in the Super Bowl, you know, can can be a part of maybe his loss of focus, um, or sense of touch to the world. But it's it's unfortunate where he's kind of found himself in in a negative light with another woman. And apparently, allegedly is the word, he's threatened to shoot a woman, pointed a gun at her, and, um, you know, you just can't have that. And what's very interesting about that is when does it become a question of there's no place for this in our league? And, you know, this isn't a first-time offender, right? Yeah, absolutely. This happened, uh, the, the report says the 21st was when the incident happened, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, my okay. first thought when I when I, uh, when I I saw that was those rushing yards the other day in the AFC Championship game kind of make a little more sense now, you know. Um, maybe he was a little distracted. Maybe he saw some things looming, you know what I mean? Um, so that that's the first thing that I thought about. Yo, the Fed's always gonna wait till the right time. I'm like, yo, no, 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 handle that, handle that. You know, you go, you go, chill. We're 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 gonna <laughs> we'll let things wrap up. We're not in any rush. We'll get you when we get you, cause we're gonna get you. But um, in all seriousness, one, you know, I hope that uh, all parties involved are are okay as far as the victims, uh, or victim. I don't know how many exactly it was, or the people in that situation. Um, I hope everybody's okay, but. Man, it's just real messy. Like, you got a guy who is had a chance to go to his second straight Super Bowl after an early start to his career where it was very rocky and, you know, quite frankly, punched a woman in the face at a bar and is now making millions of dollars to play in the NFL. I believe everybody deserves second chances, and he got his. I don't know that something like this is, is going to be 
something that Cincinnati as a franchise organization can withstand and, and accept because Joe Burrow is going to be the face of the, he's one of the faces of the league. Right. Um, and for me, like you said, it, cause omit everything I said about maybe, you know, that not happening had they gone to the Super Bowl. However, uh, cause we know that that happened before the AFC championship game, but I mean, it's like, this franchise is in a window right now. They're in a Super Bowl winning window and they can't have these type of distractions. I'm sure they don't want to represent that type of negativity. Um, it wasn't the same head coach uh, when, you know, the incident happened early, what, 2000, whenever he got drafted in like 2014 or whatever the case was. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a lot. There's a lot that's going to play out of this situation. And, and I'm interested to see if he has a future with the Bengals. Um, or even the NFL at that. Hey man, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, you know what I mean. You know the old saying. Um, it's unfortunate, man. Uh, I always think about you know, obviously as you said, all prayers you know up to uh, everyone involved and everything like that. Um, but I always uh, kind of go to the people that depend on this man um, to continue to thrive. You know, with a God-given talent. Um, and how his mistake is is literally a butterfly effect, and it will affect a lot of other people um, in his life that he's probably you know very closely uh, closely attached to. So definitely prayers up to everybody involved, man. What was the other one, man? Eagles offensive lineman. I got. I didn't go into. I I kind of wanted to break this down as we speak. <laughs> do you have more information for me, or do I? Have um, I yeah, I don't have too much information on it. I kind of wanted to segue into the whole. Uh, into the whole NFL being rigged thing off of this because the Eagles O line being so stacked and so damn near unbreakable. I was actually talking to my dad about this earlier. Shout out to Pops. Um and then out of nowhere, like one of your key pieces just gets indicted on like assault or like I, I don't even I you know what I've never been no, 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 no. I, let me yeah 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 let yeah. me clarify let me clarify this. Josh Stills. Because an indictment is, is different than Listen like, to this. Listen to this. Josh Stills, offensive lineman for the Eagles, arrested for rape and kidnap days before the Super Bowl. That's foxsports.com Australia that I'm getting this from. So we're going to hope that they are .au, which I would assume Australia. But I'm going to hope this is accurate. I have a, a article here. It says, prosecutor said the 25-year-old quote unquote, did engage in sexual conduct with a victim and purposely compelled her to submit by force or threat of force. Um, yeah, that's rape, you know, no matter which way you put it. In December 2019, the indictment says Sills engaged in a sexual activity that was not consensual and held a victim against her will. The crime was immediately reported and the blank, I can't say that, county sheriff's office conducted a detailed investigation. Uh, this was a county in Ohio, of course. And he's scheduled to appear in court on February 16th, which is four days after the Super Bowl. Um, the organization is aware of this legal matter involving Josh Stills. The Eagles said in a statement, we have been in communication with the league and we're uh, in the process of gathering more information. We have no further comment at this time. The rookie guard, I didn't know he was a rookie. The rookie guard appeared in one regular season game for the Philadelphia Eagles against the Cardinals October 9th. Played four snaps on special teams. The Eagles won that game 2017. So to go back to your NFL is rigged segue, it might not be as smooth of a transition because clearly Fair. this guy is a uh, non-factor in this game. And I'm actually glad that they're they're handling this situation in this way because, first of all, obviously we don't condone any type of sexual assault or rape or anything like that. Um, so the fact that they're like, you know what? You're not even going to get the, the – opportunity of a lifetime that the other 50 whatever men are going to have and being a part of that dream like we're gonna fuck you right literally that was poor choice of words but we're (laughs) we're going to take that away from you right and we are not going to you know let let anything else come in the way of of that i think 2019 to 2023 is crazy however we know that judicial system is is crazy in itself and they've got all their paperwork they've got to go by, I guess. So um, I hope it all gets sorted out. Another one, you know, I, we we hope that the victim is is now doing well. That's obviously a traumatic situation. Um, 
and and you can't just expect somebody to come back normal after something like that so we hope she's either you know getting her help and and you know in in better uh safety now yeah better spirits absolutely absolutely josh Sills, you sick fuck fuck you right and yeah i share that sentiment the hell (laughs) i'll say this like I, it's I, there's nothing to say about it actually we can kind of just segue from it because it, it was something i wanted to bring up and, and obviously you wanted to talk about um but but there's it, we, we can talk about joe mixon putting a, a gun in someone's face or even you know i, I don't want to go to that extent but this there's this is this is just out of the league you're out of the league bro if this is true you know what i mean and yeah you, you gotta get, go you gotta you go get, and you get a what is that called um convicted for something like this you know it's over buddy beat it bozo so that's that that's that's the uh (laughs) the uh judicial part of the nfl (laughs) i guess the (laughs) the part of the nfl where people are getting arrested um i guess the the shackles are free from those who've been cursed by tom brady over the years right um tom brady was that cool segue? I appreciate that. It was, it was, it was. I like that. <laughs> Good job. Um, <laughs> I was, you had me sweating for a second. <laughs> you know, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's been in the league 23 years and, and we can do a whole episode, which, Hey, we might, you know, we could do a whole, whole episode tribute to him and his contributions to the league, his championships, what he's done for two different franchises. I mean, this temp people forget this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team and franchise was, at the bottom of the league for year after year after year. And Brady comes in and just wins a Super Bowl. Like, we can't say that about everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just throw a name out there and and talk about him as we do Tom Brady. Like, there is – when we talk about LeBron James in the NBA, like, you have to have a certain level of regard when you're talking about Tom Brady and putting his name in certain conversations or people's name in the same conversation as him for that matter. So shout out to Tom Brady, man. It was great. He showed that, you know, without Belichick, he can still win. He showed that at, you know, the great age of 40, he can still win. He showed that he was able to win a Super Bowl at his home field. Like, bro, he's done, he's done everything he can, you know, and obviously in the last year or so, he's had a a public fallout with his wife and his family. I mean, not his family, but, you know, a divorce and, Unfortunately, he had to go through that and he's still dealing with, you know, the the effects of that. So um, the road gets the the road's always tough in life. And even for a seven time Super Bowl champion, league MVP, goat of, of the sport, mm. life, life is life. You know what I mean? So shout out to Tom Brady for everything he's done for the league. And and I think that, you know, the league is in a better place because of him. So I'll say that. No, absolutely, man. End of a end of a beautiful era. Um, I think that it, it's, I mean, we witnessed great greatness once in a lifetime, uh, type of athlete for him to win seven times out of his 10 appearances in the, you know, <laughs> in the big show, you know, set to go 70% in your, in your, in your championship appearances. I mean, it's, it's unprecedented and everything that has, like, this isn't basketball. It's not baseball where you go through series. It's not hockey where there's a five, seven game series. This is March Madness style. This is one and done. You know what I mean? So yeah. for him to do that, for him to go on that run, and again, 70%, 7 out of 10, um, whew, hats off to him, man, because uh, I don't think that we, we'll ever see that again. I mean, I'm hoping that Patty Mahomes does it, <laughs> but I don't I don't think we're ever going to see a run like Tom Brady just, just, uh, just perform for us again, man. Yeah, you mentioned that, that playoff, you know, in the NFL is a one and done March Madness type of thing, and his record in the playoffs is 35 and 12. Like, like he damn near tripled his losses in his wins. You know what I mean? And um, unfortunately, if he would have beat the Cowboys, he would have been undefeated against the Cowboys in his career. And then he would have literally tripled his losses. But not everything works out that way. And I, and I respect Brady for – I respect him even more for, like, he could have rode off in the sunset, bro. He had his wife and family still. He just won a ring at home. He was drunk, you know, at the at the the boat parade. They had a boat parade for the Super Bowl. Like people forget about this. People forget about this. The same year, I believe the Lightning won, right? There was it was just yeah. electric in Tampa Bay, and 
and the Rays were doing great that year. So it was just an amazing time for the city. He could have rode off into the sunset and enjoyed life as a winner that he is, but he's such a competitor and he was willing to come back to the game and play for a franchise that, um, or a team, I should say, not a franchise, but a team that you know isn't as good as they, they were in the last few years. And guess what? He toughed it out. He had ups and downs this year. He still played great football at times. He played a lot of bad football at times. And um, he, he, he left on a playoff loss, right? Like lost at home to the Cowboys for the first time and, and took that on the chin pause and was able to call it a quit. And I respect the fuck out of him for that. Cause you know, you would have got a lot of guys that were like, all right, well, let me try to maybe join another team next year. He could have joined another team this year and maybe the 49ers, right. Who are looking for a quarterback or not necessarily looking cause they got their fair share of guys over there. But, um, he could have done something to that extent to like, you know what? I'm not done. Brett Favre style it. And he's just like, nah, listen, I, I've, I've lived out my, my dream and, and I, I could go on and on, bro. Brady's a goat. I had to gain the respect from him as a kid. I hated him. I didn't even like the way he looked. Um, and I guess probably since like, I don't know if it was the Atlanta Super Bowl. <laughs> that kind of just truly, truly, like, I, even before that, I, I had respect for him because I grew up as a Colts fan, and I hated the fact that we could never beat the Patriots. Uh, up until, like, when they had the undefeated season and lost, I was so happy they lost. But then when they lost to the Giants uh, in 11, it was like, damn, you know, that was he, – he was it was close. I wanted the Giants to win, but it was close, and, and uh, I felt like, you know what, I kind of liked this guy around that time. So, But when it got to that Falcons Super Bowl in 2016, it was just like, what – like you're trying too hard to not like this person. It, and and that's what I'll never understand about anybody in this world. If we can kind of share a message real quick, you know, it's just like, why hate on anybody, bro? If obviously this person hasn't done anything to harm you or your loved one, spread some love, not hate, bro. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Don't deny it. Accept it. Whether you like the Patriots, whether you like the Chiefs, whether you like the Dolphins or the Bills or the Jets, like that's your dad, guys. See, that was disrespectful. But um <laughs> Nah man, we gotta spread that love. Hey man, this leaves uh this leaves the league kind of uh and I don't I don't say conference, I don't say division, this leaves the league um in like a sort of a limbo right now with like QBs and like the QB talent. Like I was saying before, it's a, it's an it's almost an end of an era. We still got Rogers that, you know, came a little bit after, you know what I mean? Um it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to it's going to be interesting to see how the quarterback role develops uh in the NFL post Brady era. So I mean, <laughs> I'll say this, it looks like it's just fine, right? You got guys like Herbert, Allen, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, Burrow, Tua if you will. Um uh, I know I'm missing somebody, but man, I mean there's some guys. There's some guys in this league, and I think that the league will ju be just fine, especially because these guys are geared toward the the way the NFL works now. Trey Lance, I mean, we don't know what he's going to be, but we got guys like him um, still, you know, developing. Uh, so I do think the league is in great hands uh, as far as the quarterback position goes, athletes at that position, but – it's sad to see, right? Eli Payton, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, um, Tony Romo. <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. So, you know, Andrew Luck should have been in this conversation. Unfortunately, we didn't draft an offensive line that cared about him. And uh, he didn't want to die on the football field. So I get it. You know, totally understand. Shout out to Andrew Luck, wherever you are, man. I love you. I miss you. Shout out to 12. But um I had I had it's funny. I had something going right with this conversation and and it totally went away. So, fuck it. But in other news, damn, I I oh, that's what I wanted to go to cuz you said that you wanted to see where this leaves the league. I'll tell you I'll tell you like instant as far as this Brady uh retirement, it leaves the NFC South with these quarterbacks under contract for these teams. So hear this. 
only contract quarterback that the Tampa Bay Bucks have is Kyle Trask, UF. Uh, I think he was a rookie last year. It's probably like his second year. He'd be going into his third. Panthers have Matt Corral and Jacob Eason. Quarterbacks from Washington, or I should say Ole Miss and Washington. Old famous Jameis Winston in uh, New Orleans with Jake Lutton or Luton. Don't even know his name. And the Falcons have Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, and Logan Woodside. So right now, you mentioned this a few weeks ago. That NFC South, whenever Brady goes, is going to be up for grabs. So that coaching hire for a team like the Panthers, which Frank Wright got, right? It's 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 an opportunity for Frank Reich. I was actually listening to Dan Orlowski earlier, and he was saying how he thinks that the Carolina Panthers is a good fit for Jimmy Garoppolo. Because, if I can cut myself off, there was a quote or there was a video where Kyle Shanahan, they asked him at the press conference, is there any type of possibility or way it was centered around that, that Jimmy Garoppolo returns to this team? No. <laughs> he just, no. We're not doing that. I heard that too. So, I heard that too. Cool. That led into uh, shit. Yo, I lose my train of thought so fast. I was talking about the 49ers for what reason? Or why Why did I even bring up Jimmy G? What was I talking about before? This? Oh, the Panthers. Thank the Panthers. You. Orlowski, the Panthers. The Panthers. I'm sorry if you're listening. Just bear with my mind. I'm in 10 places at once right now. It's all things sports <laughs> podcast, though. Listen, so the Panthers have a great offensive line. You know their defense is, is pretty stacked, and they have weapons like uh, – DJ Moore, um, Shuba Hubbard's trying to come into his own. He said that Jimmy G would do a good job, he believes, in Carolina. And I could see Carolina being a nice home and fit for a quarterback like Jimmy G, where, you know, you don't they, he they're gonna need a quarterback eventually that can really do something. But for the position they're in right now and the division they're in, I think that that's serviceable enough to think that we can be favorites in our division. If maybe we add some more pieces, have a nice draft, sign Jimmy G, new coach Frank Reich. I mean, shit. Kyle Trask and Jacob Eason ain't hurting nobody. You feel me? Jameis Winston, I mean, granted, he he got hurt, lost his job, came back, and his job wasn't there, and he cried about it, <laughs> which is just me throwing shade, but it was funny. He's like, man, I think that, man, if you starter, man, you get hurt, man, you should have your job <laughs> back, man. So, dude, that's how that works, buddy. You know, it's funny. I hated Jameis Winston so much in in college because obviously being a UM fan and him being Florida State guy, then him beating us, then him winning after going undefeated. Like, man, yeah. it was so annoying. And then the crab leg incident at the crab uh, leg situation was like us Publix, Publix. It was Publix, but uh. He also oh, had the, man. the Rose Bowl game where they lost like sixty-three to seven to, to Oregon versus Marcus Mariota. So there was there was enough for me to hate on him. There was enough for me to laugh at him. There was enough for me to re- respect him. And he's a true competitor. So I'm gonna always respect that. Um, and we know him as Mister Thirty for Thirty. Let's see if he can turn things around. Like I said, I mean, Michael Thomas came back week one last year and scored two touchdowns. And I don't know what else happened to him. He's a free agent, if I'm not mistaken, this year. But the the NFC South, all I'm saying is that they have a lot of work to be done. And the quarterback position is – it's missing. Yo, Jimmy G to Carolina. um, I I mean, considering what he did on the field this year before, you know, going down to injury, I – I would say that that puts Carolina almost in an immediate position to win the division. To be honest, like I agree. I mean, straight and, like that. And it's 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 tricky because Carolina's in a situation where they can still draft a quarterback, right? They can draft a quarterback and sign Jimmy G, and uh, I think that's totally fine because you can put a quarterback behind Jimmy G, much like you did with Trey Lance this year. Obviously, they wanted Trey Lance to come in a little sooner and. Injury was what really screwed Trey Lance out of his opportunity. But I would see uh, Carolina at nine, you know, drafting a project quarterback. Maybe a Carolina wants to draft a quarterback like Anthony Richardson from Florida, who to me isn't necessarily NFL ready. He doesn't have the arm yet. I don't know that he'd understand. I don't want to. I hate when I sound like I'm like trying someone personally. But at the end of the day, we talk sports. We analyze what we see. And 
You feel me? We're just trying to put our thoughts together on things. I don't know that Anthony uh, Richardson is ready to take on a full playbook and and be equipped enough to put together some great drives if he was a starting quarterback next year, week one, you know? So if they want to draft a project guy like him, because his upside is so promising with his athleticism, his strength, you know, his arm, his leg and arm strength. Um, and he's a smart guy. So it's, it's not like, I don't think this guy can learn the position even more, but when you can afford to sit him out and, and have him just picking up on things with a great quarterbacks coach, like Frank Reich over there, you know, I could see something like that. However, um, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Man, I, I don't necessarily have anything else for the NFL. I'm not sure if you had any other NFL headlines or news you wanted to touch on. Nah, not much, man. You know, we still got a whole other week and a half before the big game. So, um, <laughs> just headlines what? and narratives for now, really. By the way, that arrest warrant that was issued for Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon, it was a menacing charge. I didn't even know that there was such thing as a menacing charge. So, Joe yeah, that Mixon, sounds that sounds like it doesn't make sense. You gotta you gotta figure things out, my boy. Hey, I wanted to play this quote real quick though. This was this was a hilarious quote. Uh, I was watching the, I guess Pro Bowl games. You know what I mean? They had these these skills challenge or whatever the case was dodgeball and water balloon toss like okay nfl stretching it out there but Derek carr won the quarterback challenge one for the afc and this is what he had to say when ryan clark asked him a question by himself listen Derek, you've thrown touchdown passes in vegas before you've been on fire have you ever been that hot in las vegas not that hot uh that's probably why i'm going somewhere else <laughs> and then I, you, you just gotta love the ESPN cast for they're so they're so personable and they don't hold back on their true emotions like it, like you'll see them on set just trying to hold in their laugh here and there just like yo this guy's wild like I love Mina Kimes and Marcus Spears and RC and uh, Dan Orlowski shout out to Laura Rutledge too I mean you know ESPN it, it, they get dragged a lot because of content they post on social media which has nothing to do with those hosts um their NBA today show gets dragged but i think NFL live is like the best thing going for ESPN you got guys who truly care and women who truly care about the game and see it from the player's perspective also give the fans perspective on how they can look at it in other way they're very informative they're very entertaining they have a great chemistry there and and uh it's a bunch of guys who love their job so shout out to espn for finding that cast and keeping them together um because man mina Kimes, first of all mina Kimes, like you know it's funny shout out to james um shout out to james and winston they actually got their podcast uh don't kill me but i don't remember tlop tlop light skin opinions no 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 that's that's another one damn TLOP though. Find them on YouTube. TLOP. James and Winston's co-hosting. They're doing their thing over there. But James always loved Mina Kimes, yo. Like, biggest crush on Mina Kimes. And James be having crushes on. Well, I don't want to do that. They're gonna hate me. He has the biggest crush on Solange. I'm not the biggest Solange guy, but I could see why somebody would really crush on Solange. I mean, she's a beautiful woman, right? But um, Mina Kimes, not to say she's not a beautiful woman, but I don't necessarily crush on Mina Kimes. He's got the biggest crush on her. And um, I mean, her <laughs> brain, her brains for the game is just awesome. Like, I love her as a personality. She's a she's a funny, witty, um, uniquely, uh, uniquely talented because like it's not just it's not just her love for the game that gets it done because sometimes that's enough, but she truly, truly understands what she's seeing out of offenses and defenses. And, and she knows how to dig in that bag and, and, and put together a great analysis on things. So shout out to Mina Kimes. Um, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't just to piggyback off of that. I couldn't have chosen a better, a more like, I guess uh, a better, better. <laughs> yeah, better, not more better, but better. You're right. I couldn't have chosen a better, uh, person to host those pro bowl games and ryan clark i mean from what i saw the 
I think I watched like three events of it. Uh, he did a great job after every event, interviewing, you know, a quick interview with whoever won, whoever lost. Ah, ah, ah. I mean, we see it on, you know, almost daily whenever he's on ESPN doing his analytics and stuff like that. But to see him in a more, like you were saying, personable environment, we can have a little bit of fun. It's not as structured. You can let loose a little bit. It was just a beautiful thing to see, man. He did, he did a great job this evening. Yeah. And so before we actually get off football, there was a few things. Um, Deuce Staley, running backs coach from Detroit, is going to join Frank Reich's offense and be the running backs coach over there. So that's going to be interesting. And Vic Fangio is going to be the new D.C. in Miami. So they're going to get an immense help. And Mina Kimes actually pointed this out as well, that you see a lot of what Vic Fangio brings to the game and a lot of these defenses nowadays with two high safeties. And this is literally me taking Mina's words, but sharing her message um, and, and implementing a, a new age defense for these pass looks. And, you know, where it's less guys in the box, more guys in the defensive backfield area stopping the pass. So the Dolphins have a great one there. You know, they got a they got a great coach there at D.C. And, and you know, they were bottom in the league for some for some stats. So they're going to need to improve there um, with the help of new draft picks, with the help of uh, hopefully some free agent acquisitions. The Dolphins can turn things around. And if Tua can stay healthy, that, that was a playoff team all in all. And. I thought that they'd even get to the AFC Championship quite possibly if they had their full starting roster um, not injured. But they'll be interesting to watch for the next few years. All right. We can talk about basketball before we head out of here. Almost at that 40-minute mark. Nothing crazy. We mentioned that All-Star Game starters were revealed. Now the reserves were revealed today. So I wanted to just talk about uh, who 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 got their chance? You know who gets their chance to go to the All Star Game this year? And everybody always talks about snubs. I believe there's going to be snubs every single year. Can't fit. Everybody oh, for sure. The roster. You can't. Yeah. A lot Wise of man like, named Nipsey Hussle once said, "Everybody can't go." Hey, look, man. I appreciate you, E, because I was thinking about this after like the ten minute mark or the five minute mark, and I wanted to apologize to the listeners uh, for not delivering a quote of the week that was on us we have to definitely own that but it's better late than never as drake said but never late is better yo we're on a roll right now man right but can we go with nipsey the late great quote can you say that one more time quote of the week everybody can't go that's this it. whole thing a circle got smaller everybody can't hey, go hey that's the truth all right <laughs> That's the truth. And when everybody can't go, that means good things are coming. This is just me adding on. But for perspective, if you didn't get it, <laughs> good things are happening, right? So um, with that being said, you know, some of the guys that, quote, unquote, were snubbed, people are saying, uh, people are saying De'Aaron Fox, he's got his team at third in the West. James Harden, I heard that name there. Um, somebody mentioned Aaron Gordon. I'm not going for it. I'm not going for. It. I didn't look at Aaron Gordon's stats, right? I didn't do. I didn't, I'm not going for it. And if if you if if you're a listener from three years ago or or more, shout out to you. And when Jay Boogie was on here, shout out to Jay Boogie, man. Look, man, this is Jay Boogie's episode. He just turned 29 on the 30th. So shout out to five, him. Five, five, um, yeah. Aquarius, Aquarius gang. It sounds like, but um, man, I was I was a huge Aaron Gordon hater. And this is all fun and games. Like I have nothing against him personally. But I just because Justin loved him. Right. Justin has this thing where he loves power forwards. Like, I don't know. Like, this is the most boring position in the game. But he loves power forwards. Dirk Nowitzki, Tim Duncan are his guys. Kevin Love was his guy. <laughs> it was just like a funny thing for me. So Aaron Gordon was one of his guys. And I was always like, bro, this guy, you think he's like an all star and he's not. And so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with that. And I will say Aaron Gordon has been playing exceptional for the Mavs, uh, excuse me, for the Nuggets. And they're in contention year in and year out to to fight in the playoffs. So they're obviously doing something right. Um if anybody was to get snubbed, I'm not gonna say Aaron Gordon. Uh Anthony Edwards was another name that I heard. But shout out to my boy Tyrese Halliburton. Facts. Shout out to my boy Tyrese Halliburton for getting that that uh that reserve. We got 
Joel Embiid, who a lot of people thought he should have been a starter. Hey, he made the team. I mean, at this point, like, you want to be a starter. I get it. But is it really a snub if you're making the All-Star game? You know, there's there's a lot of greats in the league, right? And Jokic and uh, there wasn't another big man that's uh, starting in his place. But, hey, there's there's 10 other guys uh, that are that are putting up better numbers according to coaches around the league. So, with that being said, Bam Adebayo, Jalen Brown, DeMar DeRozan, Dame Lillard, Jaron Jackson playing great. He's number one in defensive player of the year candidate talks, which I don't agree with. I like Dan, uh, Bam Adebayo to get that, but we know how that works in the Heat. They don't uh, they don't respect us. So, shout out to Jaron Jackson. Laurie Markkinen putting on a fucking season for the Utah Markinen. Jazz. Markkinen. That boy been putting he's, – he's looking like he's back at uh, – Arizona, looking like he's back I, there. I really enjoyed watching him play in Arizona, man. Like the guys the Bulls drafted, that's what he looks like right now. Paul George, right, getting another All Star nod. Shout out to him. Shea Gilgis Alexander getting his first, if I'm not mistaken, All Star game. Drew Holiday's back in it. Jal Morant's in it. Julius Randle and Demontis Sabonis. So like Demontis Sabonis, uh, somebody from the Kings had to, right? You're third in the West. Fox ain't get it. Somebody deserves it here. And Demontis Sabonis has been putting up numbers all season and and is one of the sole reasons that the Kings uh are in the position they're in right now, but Julius Randle, he's 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 I guess taking a step back for reflection and and accountability and has humbled himself and he's he looks like he loves the game again he doesn't look all grumpy and the Knicks are playing good some people were saying Jalen Brunson deserved to be in this all-star game I can't necessarily disagree but when I look at the guys that did make it you know I'm not mad I'm not mad at this list here it's a solid list and obviously you got the starters Steph Curry Luka Doncic KD Kyrie Jokic Donovan Mitchell Jason Tatum and Zion Williamson so argue with your mother but I think the NBA, you know, they did they did it well. That boy Joker, man. Twenty five okay. point triple double, bro. They hating on him. Twenty five, ten, and eleven. It's they hating it's, on him in Twitter. They are. I saw it. I saw it. I probably saw the same thing that you that you're seeing. Uh earlier I saw a tweet about uh how he's averaging that, but you know, a year or two ago there was a yeah. point guard that was doing it and they said he was stack pat stat padded. Yes, sir. Hey, you real know, quick though, so. I obviously didn't mention the, the the captains of the team, Giannis, right? And the fucking hell of a season he's having. He just put up fifty plus versus the Clippers and came back and won. LeBron James, on the other hand, needing only sixty three more points to take the lead on that uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar all time scoring record. But yeah, Giannis dropped fifty four tonight. Shout out to him, man! Amazing, amazing. It's something in the water this season, though, man. It's something in the water in Memphis, man, and and I think it's Dylan Brooks. I think his name is Dylan Brooks. Apparently, <laughs> for the last few years, he's just been getting cooked by Donovan Mitchell to the point where he's got to take nut shots. Like, what's going on? We've seen today uh, Cleveland had played Memphis, and obviously Memphis is known for their young rah-rah attitude and young and fearless. You know, they, they don't care who they play, this, that, and the third, and it's one of those things where you look at, and it's fun. You know, I love John Moran and what he's done since he's come into the league. He's like, it's crazy because he wasn't expected to go number two overall until maybe two months before the draft or three months before the draft. But, you know, talking about basketball that whole season, I'm not sure that John Morant was the guy, you know, right after Zion. RJ Barrett was like right there. And John Morant's stock just rises up. You realize his supreme athleticism and his ability to, create his own shots and get his teammates involved and man the rest is history so shout out to him and the attitude he's brought to memphis for him and his teammates to have the confidence they have but it's a team that haven't hasn't won anything right and they talk to the big dogs as if they're all big and bad and you got to do that right if you don't you're you're looked at like are you scared you see uh desmond bain getting into it with lebron you see the warriors and steph curry always yip yapping with them um but Dylan Brooks, man, he supposedly is a dirty player. You know, NBA guys say it. Donovan Mitchell kind of put him on blast today after the game. The situation went as such. There was a loose ball. Donovan Mitchell is standing. Dylan Brooks falls over. Looks like he takes a shot at his nuts. 
with his left hand. Donovan Mitchell don't like it, throws the ball at him, gets up, pushes him. And uh, they kind of get into a tussle. The bench is clear. Yeah, bench is clear. Uh, Donovan Mitchell throws Dylan Brooks into the cameraman. Uh, Dylan Brooks then tries to get up, and his assistant coach is trying to hold him back, and he just tackles his assistant coach. Yo, that was wild. (laughs) (laughs) She got crazy. But after the game, um, you know, Donovan Mitchell in his press conference, he was visibly upset and audibly upset and frustrated because – He's just like, I mean, what what is it going to be with this guy? Like, last few years, he's he's just, you know, he talks shit. That's regular, and everybody does. That's how we grew up playing basketball. But at the same time, when you start taking cheap shots, there's got to be a line drawn. And, and I agree. Like, first of all, Dylan Brooks doesn't do much of anything in this league to feel that he's up there with those tier players as far as the Donovan Mitchells of the league. But um, – he always definitely is going to come out, give you your energy, give you your effort. And, and Hey, if he looks at himself as a top guy in the league, I mean, that's what you want if he's on your team, but in all reality, if you're not on his team, you're going to look at it and kind of side eye it because it's like, who does this guy think he is? And Donovan Mitchell said, what, quite frankly, he can't guard me. So it frustrates him. And, um, it, it ended up with this situation. They both get kicked out of the game. I'm sure fines are coming. Um, and we might see a suspension because if Draymond Green gets suspended in the finals for kicking LeBron James' his cojones, what's it going to be, you know? Nah, that's facts, man. There's, there's just – just like we are talking about the headlines that, we, uh, that we're getting in the NFL, uh, right now there's no room for this in the in the game of basketball, man. Like there's, there's really no room for it. So – I mean, if you're frustrated, bro, uh, man up, hit the gym. You know what I'm saying? Train a little harder, work out a little harder. You know what I'm saying? Hit your reps a little harder. But there's there's no room for this in the game of basketball. Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, you want you wanted you wanted to throw hands with Shannon Sharp, and this, this motherfucker Donovan Mitchell is throwing you around the court, bro. What you think is about right. to happen, man? Right, right. <laughs> hey, shout out to Robert Kraft. There's a report that uh. He did an appearance on CNN, and supposedly he'd like Brady to come back and retire officially as a member of the uh, powerhouse dynasty that he started, um, New England Patriots. They won six Super Bowls over there. Robert Kraft said, "I'd do it tomorrow." Not only do I that's, want it, that's really that's awesome. Clamoring for it. To us, he's always has he always has been and always will be a Patriot, and we will be bringing him back. This is. Not an end quote. He still goes. I don't want to make a commitment for him after he just did. <laughs> but we will do <laughs> our power to bring him back, have him sign off as a Patriot, and find ways to honor him for many years to come because he did so much to bring life and good cheer to our community. And he's a beloved figure, and he's earned the respect and love that people for him and uh, that people feel for him like no other athlete in our town. And we've had some great ones. And you heard that. He talks about our town. That's the greater Boston area. And, I mean, you know, that's that's up there with the Bill Russells, the Kevin McHales, you know, those guys, Robert Parrish and shit, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, you know, um, Tom Brady, motherfucker. <laughs> Tom absolutely. Brady. First first ballot, absolutely. Who's Needs moving? a statue. Needs Who's a statue moving? outside of Gillette. I'm going to keep saying it. Whose movie <laughs> is coming out this Friday? <laughs> That's 80 facts. for That's Brady. Facts. Go check out That's them facts. white girls with the hots for Brady and Gronk. One of them getting <laughs> piped by Gronk, I heard. Oh, <laughs> God. I would definitely not be surprised if I saw a sex scene between Gronkowski and an 80-year-old woman. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, a, you know you know what it would have to be, Pause. It'd have to be like, like, a, like, a, like a super bad. You remember super, at the end of super bad when... Uh, <laughs> It gotta be some corny ass sex scene like that, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely not no intimate shit. This is like Gronk pleasing somebody that's like, please, 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 please. I've been watching you for since forever, your whole career. <laughs> I tried to catch you twelve years ago. <laughs> hey, got your name. <laughs> if they when they put a when they put a statue of uh, Tom Brady outside of Gillette. I need it. To, I don't want it to be a picture, uh, a statue of him throwing. I need, I need the statue of him super like happy with his hands by his head after he wins the Super Bowl against. That's, Kurt. The, That's the one I want. That's the, That's the picture. picture you got to put outside the stadium, That's the picture, Richard. Man. 
it's, I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that these sculptors nowadays, I don't know what, what the fuck happened to the art of sculpture. Because these sculptors nowadays, I mean, listen, whoever did this, Cristiano Ronaldo, wants stay the fuck away. All right, Robert Kraft, call someone <laughs> else. Call, call an American or something. I don't know. I, and that's just me being funny. But it's just like, bro, please, please, for the love of, for the love of Tom Brady, I'll leave it at that. Make the sculpture respectable. Like, you go outside of Staples Center, you got Magic Johnson, you got Kobe, you got Shaq. You got the announcers, and bro, those those are those are some nice sculptures and statues. You got in front of Lucas Oil Stadium. I was able to see the great Peyton Manning statue. Man, please find them, find those guys, right? Find those guys and deliver an amazing statue to the city of uh, New England, and uh, they deserve it. They deserve it. I mean, they they were the face of the league for for year in and year out for a good ten years, so. I ain't hating on him. Any closing thoughts, though? Nah, man. Just excited for this weekend. Um, some good EPL going on. We are getting out of the cup, uh, the cup matches and things like that. So back to uh, club play. Uh, college basketball is getting uh, getting uh, heavy, getting heated. Uh, ACC's rounding up to be a going to be a very good uh, last couple of weeks before March That'd Madness. Be Yo, it's crazy. March is here already, bro. Bro, Bro, I feel like we were just talking about March Madness last year, bro. Like, what a heartbreak, man. Duke, North Carolina, Shoseski's last season. What a good game. What a good game. That was that was that was a phenomenal game. game. We we will always remember that. I can't lie. I was like, where were you, Coach K's last game? Feel me? Small Town Studios. We started episode with Small Town Studios. We're gonna end the uh, episode with Small Town Studios. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to ATS, man. Follow us on Instagram at ATS Pod Official. Follow us on Twitter at ATS Pod. Follow me because, uh, you know, why not? Stay tuned for that. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Julian's show is coming out. DJ Reese interview dropping soon. Um, yeah. Motion. <laughs>